you know? Um, but like, imagine going to a restaurant, like, we are, we are 100% eco-friendly here. We wash our chef's uniforms with your soup. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not buying it. From the industrial heartland of Sydney, you're listening to Boys Who Brunch, a podcast giving breakfast radio the existential crisis it had to have with your hosts, Lockie, Mike, and Fun. Hey, how you going? Welcome back, gents. Welcome back after a oh, long wait, hold on. hiatus. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. I can't say gents. Oh, it's in the rules. It's in the rule book. Um, you should leave this all in, though. Colleagues. Good day, gentlemen. <laughs> how are you? Good day, fellow amateur broadcasters. Mm. And to our listeners, good day. Good day. First uh, shout out would have to go towards um, our resident editor in chief, the fourth member of the team. The fourth member of the team, Bezbos. Um, yeah. Thank you for, for your. For all that editing work. I know it's tough to do it on the bus heading to Canberra every <laughs> Friday night. He's got his Agents of Shield. When he's needs. squeezed up tight against <laughs> some tourist heading to win. check out the nation's capital. At <laughs> the window. Like, man, you'd be disappointed when you got, get off the bus and you're in Canberra as a tourist. You'd be like, oh. Oh, what do you right. mean? The camera's all Mate, right. I, I've green. been worse places. Canberra. Yeah, yeah but you, you know what you're going for. But like, like Washington is like impressive. Anyway. Have whatever. you been to Washington? I have. Did okay. you go to some go-go shows? What the hell's a go-go show? Just a type of Washington DC music. Oh. No, I didn't. But the great thing is, is that you just recognise all the buildings from when they've been blown up by, you know, aliens. <laughs> or Channing Tatum. Anyway. Best boss, thank you very much. So, so maybe what you're saying is, in order to raise the profile of our national capital, we need to alien movies. We need an alien invasion movie. But is there line of sight from every major building in Washington DC to every other major building? Because Canberra, planned city, it's yeah. amazing. There's just acres of space. You're on these six lane yeah. roads. There's no other cars. Yeah, cruising around. Yeah, Questacon. Just these like fields, these lawns of grass. I've got, I've got on. the plot. Jeff Goldblum. Is a scientist at Questacon as Canberra's getting attacked. Mate, he was just here in the country yeah. shooting uh, some food some ads. ads. I reckon he'd come back for that. He looks like he's he's hungry for work again. <laughs> he's he's going to be in um, Jurassic World two. I think he'll be like. Yes. The, the, Does that excite you? Ca- yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's funny because you know in Jurassic Park and Jurassic and the Lost World, his character kind of changes a bit. Like he's a bit more world weary. He's like a normal. Yeah. Per- Less of a philosopher. And he's a dad in yeah. the second one. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this third one. I reckon he's going to go back to Kooky Town. Is this, the second one, he's basically Sam Neill's character from the first film. Yeah. He yeah, like bit, switches yeah. like characters because yeah, they need like serious. the lead to yeah. be like, yeah. Yeah, I reckon he'll go back to Kooky Town because he's now in his 60s, Goldblum. Yeah. No, but go Chris, back to- Chris Pratt is like the king of Kooky Town. Yeah, but now he's like the action hero, Kooky Town. Yeah, he's like kooky town. the Kooky Town action hero. He's still having. It'd a be laugh. good if if they they wrote his character to not have a single joke, so he's just <laughs> straight, just straight the whole <laughs> way. Like this should not be happening. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Just like <laughs> like Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> well, was it, wasn't that Passengers? His big chance to go straight. Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I'm talking he, about Goldblum. Goldblum. I'm just oh, being Goldblum. straight. Like but Harrison yeah. Ford. Like you, you've taken the Raptor. You've taken my family. Yeah, but you're right. In in Passengers, Chris Pratt did, was pretty straight. And how was that movie? I thought it was good. Is that the one with J Law? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, interesting 
thing I noted was, you know how they talk about different sides of actors' faces? Mm. Like how, What do you mean? Well, Tom Hanks always talks about how he has his leading man side and then on his other side, it's like the evil sinister guy. So he literally talks like about, he talks about the face. side of his face. So when you see him on camera, they will shoot a certain side of his face depending on what character he's based on. Like playing. that is mental. You yeah. think you think the director would be in charge of that? Aren't both they sides are the same? Not, he, no, no, they're not. Trust me. To look, look up Tom Hanks and how he talk. He's talked about it multiple times in multiple interviews. One side of his face is leading man face. But when has he not been the leading man in movies? Like, well, it's just like good versus evil. Oh, so when's he a baddie? Ah. Oh. Um, isn't he a baddie in Road to Perdition? Isn't he a bit of mm, baddie in that? I've not seen that in a long time. <laughs> Maybe the Lady Killers. I've not seen that either. Yeah, yeah Lady Killers. Yes. Good. Shock it. The worst Coen Brothers movie by Country Mile. I don't think I've seen that. Do one. not see it. Yeah. Um, but I, I reckon Chris Pratt has the same thing going on. I think he's got his funny side, which is probably his left side, <laughs> and I think he's got his serious side, which he's only just pulling out of the bag now. Yeah, which right. Which is his right side. Oh, so. what? Watch out, Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now they have to have two Academy Awards, like the left left Academies and the right Academies. That's how many Best Actor, Actress noms the um, Jurassic World 2 can get. Well, it will probably go up for VFX if they do a good job of it. Jurassic World 2 <laughs> at the Oscars? If for special effects. Don't they have a special effects? Did you, Jurassic Park win any Oscars? Probably. Yeah, probably for special effects. Yeah, right. Mate, that I feel that there's holds like up. The- there's like the that's like the B League, like all the editing. I know this is probably a bit mean, but like you know how, like with the Arias, they they have this like pre event for a lot of the, the the smaller categories, and maybe the Oscars will start doing that and just be like, they'll cut down the ceremony and it'll just be like the stars and then all the technical stuff, which is obviously really important. It does depend though. Sometimes like editing, like Annie Hall was like a th- four five hour detective film. And then two thirds was cut out because Woody Allen, Woody Allen's like <laughs> editor was like, um, maybe this would be better as a rom com. Just like get rid of all this like noir shit you've got yeah. going on, and it became like a rom com. And imagine amazing. what the Bez boss could have done with Annie Hall, mate. What <laughs> he would have sorted it right out. People, the podcast you're getting, so, and that's, that's the magical edit. You're missing what, two hours of special feature in. context. Liam, thanks for editing. Yeah, and and Lockie has just put forward that <laughs> as an editor, you should not be part of the main ceremony. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right, next shout out goes to the microphones that Lockie found in his amp graveyard. <laughs> Lockie, can you please tell, tell us about the amp graveyard? So, uh, luckily, my mother's house has a large-ish garage, which has meant it's been a good place to store me and my other siblings crap for want of a better word over the years and going back in there it's like going through it's like dr dr grant going through the sediment to find you know all the hidden <laughs> fossils like you go in there and i just feel like i'm going back into my past i guess it's what a lot of people would have in their garages so it's quite common but i've got a lot of old musical equipment amps drum kits but just random bits like it's just bits so it's like um anyway and there's these big plastic tubs that are full of leads and weird old like like microphones and i went in a couple of days ago and um it the smell of old leads that haven't <laughs> been seen the light of day is a really weird weird smell mm. it's not horrible but it was just not what i was expecting maybe we could turn like as a little rat king and say all these tales you know. a rat king you know, like when rats are like in the sewers and like a bunch of them get tangled up 
because they're all on top of each other and they like all get connected and like their tails fuse together. Is that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles storyline? No, that, it's an actual thing. It's called the Rat pursuit King. pursuit that you've like tapped into? It's one of the grossest things you can Google. Oh, <laughs> dude. Um, anyway, and so I found some old microphones that um, hopefully are sounding good right now. Uh, so yeah, if, give us feedback if we sound better because I went into the amp graveyard and found some leads and some microphones and... It was quite exciting. And if anyone wants to take a personal tour of this amp graveyard, <laughs> please contact us. I'm sure Lockie will take you around <laughs> the history uh, of his garage and with like one of those little kits, you know, with a little brush and stuff. Like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, pa- yeah, paleontologist yeah. app. Yeah. We should run the our mics to the amps and then <laughs> do our vocals <laughs> out of the amps and then record that. <laughs> Well, and I also found an old four-track machine that got lent to us a long time ago. Maybe we should. Were there re- any demos on it? There was no Lost demos, gems. but that that is the that is what Springsteen made Nebraska on on a four-track. It's amazing, anyway. Mate, that's right what they one. used to make everything on. I don't know. Until the damn Beatles were like, "We need more <laughs> tracks, George. We need more tracks." <laughs> Keep it keeping it simple, anyway. So yeah, cool. Rolled gold. Rolled gold. All right. Um, following up from our last episode where I shouted out Netflix but gave it to them, I'm going to oh, shout them out right, They're quivering. <laughs> this, is, this is appalling. I've never done this in my entire life, but I have spoiled a TV show for a friend. So uh, James of the Popcorn Podcast told me that he'd seen four seasons of Vikings. You didn't. And I said to James, I said, okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to watch Vikings. I'm going to finish season four and then we can talk about it. So, a couple of weeks later, after going to rent the DVDs from Civic Video... For the second half of season four. For the second half of season four, I say to James, I go, mate, did I tell you I finished season four? He goes, oh, yeah, cool. I go, so, no spoilers here, because that's not what I'm going to do anymore. But I go, so, what about this? And he just goes, what do you mean? I haven't seen that. And I go, well, mate, that's season four. He goes, no, that's season five. I go, no. <gasps> Okay, no, that's season four, part two. This is crushing. And he thought, because of the Netflix season four, and what you episodes, had thought, what you had thought, should have said 3.5 seasons, and what everyone else thought, I've spoiled a show. Mate, there's a lot of that that happens, has happened before with Christmas specials, UK TV series, because you're like, I finished second season. Mm. Say, of like The Office, mm. and then there'll be two hours of a Christmas special. So you just be like, well, of course, I've finished like the whole series, but then. So there's, out there's the, like, extra. Yeah. Was he really disappointed? Though? Yeah, he made it. Because it, it, it's, it's big news. It's, it's not like... I'm not, mate, again, no I've started. Spoilers. We're not saying anything. Yeah, I bet, It's I'm, Vikings. But just, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Mike, don't talk to anyone about season four until, until you've you seen <laughs> part two. 20 episodes. So this is the issue. Just to rehash, 20 episodes. They cut it, but didn't into two 10-episode bits. Mm. But Netflix has dragged the chain, putting it out. Yeah, so it's ruining. So I don't lives. know. Look, it's partly Netflix, Netflix's fault, but it's partly Vikings' fault for not just calling that season five. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm disappointed. Five, which is coming the out real soon, season, the real five. season five. Got a little message from Bezbos the other day. They're casting for extras in Ireland. If anyone wants wait, to make they a trip. split season four. I thought that was because it was the end of the series. No, they're doing no. another season. There's another Mate, season. It's gonna keep on Mate, rocking it's, the free world. Rolling, bro. I reckon That's it's gonna crazy. go so long. They're gonna go into time and meet up with Rick and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Vikings, Vikings and Walking Dead. Yes. they'll like meet in the time space continuum. You guys yeah. should do an episode by episode one of those after buzz 
TV. Oh, yeah, recap, yeah, like, like a talking recap. Dead. Oh, talking Dead. That yeah. show's terrible. Hey, uh, welcome to the Talking Dead. We're going to talk about the show that was just on. Like, no. Yeah. What could you call Vikings? Like the HBO's got like a whole channel. Mate, if you give me like, half a, a day and some Doritos, I'll come up with some ideas. <laughs> Viking, yeah, we'll, we'll talk that. Anyway, um, sorry, James. <laughs> sorry, James. <laughs> so, following up from the barista etiquette update from last week, remember how I talked about well, last episode talked about how the guy said to me, "Hey, Monday is just around the corner." Just, anyway, and just and giving just, you the Sunday the, depression yeah, early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Different barista. It's almost a new week, man. Maybe it's a it's a it's an it's employee a real directive. Move. <laughs> Maybe it's an employee directive. Everyone, r- Sunday morning, remind everyone that Mondays are just around the corner. <laughs> but hey, I find Sunday afternoon. Have you Sunday, been? A, would you go on a Friday morning? To get coffee before work, and he'd be like, "Weekends just around the corner." No, he's never said that to me. Oh, so so it's not, so if you're gonna do this shade. Sunday, no, you have to do every single day. I want like <laughs> Wednesdays just around. The corner. <laughs> well, I think it's because these guys—it it is their business, small business—and I think they're there seven days a week. Like it's rare that you don't see them there. Yeah. So I think for them, like the thought of a weekend's like, who gets to have a weekend? I don't get to have a weekend. It's busier for them on a weekend. Yeah. Anyway. Retractions. 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 Last week, uh, one of the members of this podcast called <laughs> Civic Video a drunk. Right, last front. episode. Last episode. <laughs> I'm putting that into the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last <laughs> like episode. bibliography. Yeah, called Civic Video a drug front. Anyway. All of Civic Video? Uh, just the one in Bondi. Okay. <laughs> Turns out there are still a few quality DVD rental stores left in Sydney and that one in Bondi has the goods. It is superb. It is like, it's like a time machine. So it actually feels good to be in there. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love a rental store. I think they're probably, they've got enough backpackers. Maybe that's keeping them. Yeah, um, definitely. definitely. It's I, very, it's, uh, as Lockie would say, it's a very transient crowd down in Bondi, isn't it, mate? <laughs> transient. <laughs> tran- no one's got time to hook up the internet and get Netflix. <laughs> got to trans on through Bondi. Transient population. No, um, it does feel like back in going back to like, uh, you know, not teen, preteen, you know, eight, nine, ten era where you'd go there on a Friday, like six o'clock with your siblings and you'd go and like get to pick and probably fight over what you picked <laughs> and then try and get some snacks from your parents. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it does feel like that. What I'm concerned about is the business model <laughs> because all the drinks are a dollar in the fridge. Amazing value. Just that's amazing. And. All, they've got so many deals on all the time that most of the most of the rentals you can get are between like a dollar fifty and like two dollars fifty. So I think their whole business model, just like the candy bar at the cinema, is that that's where they actually make the money, and the ticket pretty much just goes to for paying to have the movie in this place. Is that they're just relying on people forgetting and having late fees? Yeah, mate. I think you need to write a book on video store economics. See how long like Freakonomics <laughs> Yeah Well because I'm already spending A half an hour to an hour On Netflix Trying to decide Yes Stan yeah. trying to decide What yeah. to watch So I'd rather like Struggle to decide What to watch While like Walking around Well exactly Looking it's at good, DVDs it's good, it's good for exercise It's so much easier right. to... As long as you don't get The dollar Coca-Cola <laughs> I don't know how good it is For exercise With those control. bags of Maltesers At the front Yeah exactly <laughs> You've got to avoid the snacks Avoid the drinks Apart from the dollar bottles of water That's okay So then you'd be going neutral From all the walking Brunch news. 
Guys, we're going to go back to our tech roots a bit here. I feel like we've <laughs> we've shot we've we've gone away from the old um, the startups the startups with the Z. Yeah. Um, anyway, found this online. Israeli student creates food bags that can be cooked in your laundry. So this comes from domain.com.au. Imagine cooking dinner and putting through a load of washing at the same time. In the same machine. Hey, Lockie, you want some chips with your (laughs) T-shirt? Not really. Sulavi bags. Sulavi, is that how you say it? Suve. Suve. Suve bags, watertight (laughs) pouches containing fully packaged meals and sides that cook when put through the washing machine are based on the famous sous vide vide (laughs) method of cooking devised in the 1970s by founder Dr. Bruno Gasol. <laughs> so anyway, hang on. So you put your load on. You put your load you on, your little, and then you put a, a, vac- a vacuum-packed bag of, say, broccoli and peas and chicken. Like yeah, cacciatore. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the all the fine dining establishments use it because you can like cook meat at fifty-eight degrees but, for hours, and it like maintains all the moisture. So you this cook is, it in a, a like machine. vacuum. Is, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but they do it in like a, just like a waterbed that's like a specific temperature. But in the restaurants, is it in the satchel? Yeah, it's in a plastic bag. So they know oh. that they can keep the temperature. Like, you know, you're trying to keep the temperature at like a perfect. So this guy's yeah. come up with a method. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure my washing machine doesn't maintain like an accurate Celsius well, I, I, degree I, I, temperature. I'd say it would fluctuate. I'm all about an eco wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not cold, doing a hot I, wash. I do a like, cold what's wash going on? And, then, and let it dry. So, yeah, am I going to have to start doing hot washes to, to, feed, my, to feed my family as well? But, um, but wouldn't it? Oh, also, I do that, wash, like, like, come, washing comes, in the morning on a weekend so you can hang it out. Yeah. So it can dry. Like well, you're not going to be able to do that because well, you have to do it at night. You have some beautiful poached eggs, you know. Um, but like, imagine going to a restaurant. Like we are, we are 100 percent eco friendly here. We wash our chefs' uniforms with your soup. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not buying it. Sorry, mate. Take your invention back. Yeah. Newton's law. <laughs> so a big tech bust. The couple of uh, last couple of months. This company called Juicero. Yep. And. The tech world is now all about. They've seen how, like, the Nespresso machine, you can charge people for, like, this bit of hardware. Yep. They have to pay hundreds of dollars for that. Yep. And then you can also charge them, like, recurring for, for like, the, pods. For the pods. Yep. So, like, all the, like, venture capitalists, like, this is fucking great. This is, like, the model we want. Yep. So, this guy's gone to some angel investors and be like, look, you know, you know, Nespresso, what they did for coffee? I'm going to do it for juice. Oh. Yep. And it's called Juicero. And he's like, I got this machine. And for 35 a month, I think. No, I think 35 a week, you get these bags of juice. <laughs> bags of fresh juice. Like, what? You get it like a plastic bag. It's got juice in it. But it's got like <laughs> How do you- pieces of fruit in it. So you have to squeeze it out. So you have to buy the Juicero squeezer. How much is the, the unit? 400 US. <laughs> Mate, George so, Clooney's on the phone. So I need all, to be the nah, face. Nah, nah, nah. All these investors Clo- are Clo- Clo- like, Clo- Clo- hold on. They've got the coffee, you know, the cool yeah. coffee market. Maybe Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, well, and everyone's health conscious. So all these investors are like, this is fucking brilliant. For, people are going to have to pay $400. And then they're also going to be getting, like paying 35 a week but, to get okay. these bags so the of unit, fruit. Can you, so we got, you get the unit for 400 US. 
and then you have to sign up like a subscription service. Yeah, to get which bags is, which delivered is very, to you. You know, Spotify, Netflix. That's the. It's all about subscription service. So you now. put like in a bag in this machine, and after a couple of minutes, it squeezes this bag, and what juice comes out of the bag. You're saying the juice is already in the bag. Well, it's the raw ingredients it's like for a juice. The ingredients of which the juice. Which is fruit. Yes. Yeah, so you got to like <laughs> squeeze water. it. Why is it a fruit? It is like fruit, but it's in a bag, and it's got to get squeezed. To become juice. So it's just like you've got right. chunks so of fruit. So do they turn up in the mail? Yeah. So you get like mailed these bags. So is this that, is... Is that, is that it's hygienic? Heap, it's heaps fresh. Um, so all these investors are like, this is fucking eight. This is going to be so much money rolling in from all these health conscious people. And then Bloomberg or Reuters on one of the business papers were like, well, this is a $400 machine. Maybe like, can we, can we squeeze this? With our hands. <laughs> and so they just like grabbed these bags and started squeezing. And in like Are one to two minutes, kidding me? they got the juice out. <laughs> so so you don't need to buy the $400 machine. You can just get They've the bags. absolutely cooked it. And now all the investors are like, well, like, unless people are going to pay the $400 for the uh, um, you know. juicer, like, this is terrible. I'm so. I feel like I need to see what these juice bags look like. Oh, mate, they've got brilliant design. And so, so you can squeeze out manually. You can squeeze out the juice. Yeah. Anyway, so they're we're on a podcast. It's fine. You can't see anything. Um, so anyway, and now all these people are like confused. They're like, well, like we thought this was a great idea, but now we're gonna have to so get this bag of juice. Has the company tanked, or are they trying to re, like? Clamour for Can they get Kendall Jenner involved? Mate She's Laying low after Fire Festival And the and Pepsi, Pepsi ad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Who are the faces of Juicero? Do we know? Mate Juicero. There's some like Tech wizards And the juicing machine is amazing It's got all these like Custom metal Machine parts Like it's a real intense thing And all it does Is squeeze juice It's already So I've created like this It's already pre-squeezed though Mike yeah, pretty much, but it comes in a bag. So rather than buying your own <laughs> fruit, it's because people are too lazy to get an actual juicer because it's just like the pulp goes everywhere. Oh, yeah. we're gonna, you, on the Boys Who Brunch Instagram, we're going to well. have to post what this juice bag thing looks like. And yeah. Then people, yeah, we need some feedback. So, like, it's just, you don't need, like, there already are juices and they cost a couple of dollars from Ikea. You don't need to pay five hundred, $400 just squeeze your fruit into a juice and who wants their like fruit coming in a bag in a plastic bag in the mail yeah so there's not only that now some other tech wizards <laughs> like what else can we like make outrageously expensive um for no reason and get millions of dollars from some <laughs> stupid vcs this thing called smolt yeah do you want to guess what that is smart, smart salt shaker Ooh. Like I'm, I'm You think you're rock salt You just like twist it And salt comes out Is that enough? Well Maybe you want to be able to Control the music in your house With your salt shaker Totally yep. And control the lights in your house Yep I definitely want that And maybe you want shaker. Different salt functions For the shaker Because that's what Smolt will deliver Well So I, I've got a couple of other ones I've seen lately mm -hmm. The lights in your house Right You can get from Bunnings that also have a speaker in the in the light. Oh wow! So yeah, that's smart, that's a, that is a bit of a thing now. Put speakers everywhere. Smart light bulb with a speaker in it. But surely, like, 
you know, when you crank up the tunes, you know how you can like make glass. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with high frequencies. Like, <laughs> hey, ch- check out the bass. Lights just shatter on all of your guests. A Celine, ah! Celine Dion album would just ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it says heart will go on. Oh fuck! Warning on the on the on the light. Do not play Celine Dion. <laughs> well, one of the big new tech companies is a lighting company. And their big claim to fame is they can get just like perfect mood lighting and natural looking light. So say your your small little apartment would probably cost at the moment it's about a million dollars. Would like to fit it out with these lights. Oh yeah. But they give like natural light. Oh shit. So you can have an office and you're like, well, let's spend fifty million dollars putting in these new bulbs so we can get it to look like we have the windows open. <laughs> What else can we what else can we do? So they've they've done it with coffee. They did it with Nespresso. And look, everyone I think at the beginning was probably like, oh, as if you'd want to have your coffee like vacuum sealed in a pod. But mm. a lot of people have come around and gone, you know what? Man, keeps I'm, it fresh. Man, I am they signed are, up. They are tasty. The juice, I mean, everyone will say from the beginning, no, nah, no, nah, it's no good. But I mean, you're not going to be wasting mm. piles and piles of fruit that's in a bowl forever. So yeah. it's got some merit. What else can we do? Maybe what? Okay, this is top of my head. A little unit that like cooks it's like a sausage sizzle machine and you get just the Bunnings one though the, <laughs> the only thing it cooks is a Bunnings sausage yeah like tasty beef yeah but, you, but sauce- you put it but you have to put it it's like sausage it's price sexual. points too low <laughs> it's like it's just like you just put the sausage in and then it like grills it and then it like no, so it like, comes. I, you no, can only no, do it one no, at a time. It comes in the whole the whole package, right? Like is, six is the bread, right? The bread with a sausage on top, yeah, with a bit of sauce over it, right? And you slip this vacuum sealed bag into it, like in, a, like a toaster. Not into your washing machine, like to- or it could go into the washing machine. I'm sure this guy in Israel's done something like that too with the with the bunning snag, but it's just called the the snag maker. And the, the little package goes in, the sausage rolls out to the side, cooks the to- the bread just toasts a bit, and then it comes back on, and there you go. I like it, but I think we need to have a two-stage business strategy. <laughs> First stage, well, to get the no machine. to get to get market interest <laughs> from consumers, we need to get Bunnings to raise the price to five dollars a snag yeah, yeah, yeah. of their sausage yeah. sizzle, yeah. their sausage sangers, because that'll be like all these people are like I went to Bunnings the other day. Me and my family it cost us twenty-five bucks to so get like, like some freaking snags. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's got to be way higher. But we're also going to be like, you know, we'll be stopping all that, you know, nice money going to the charities. Well, no, that's or what school, I'm saying. School. You, you pay 500 bucks for the machine and 10 bucks if it goes to your local, netball, net, local, <laughs> local <laughs> netball club, right? So they've ticked that box. And then, um, you know, five bucks, four bucks for a little tasty sausage treat. I think we can do better. Okay. All right. All right. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, what else could you do? One machine, one product. Uh, Milka? Like a like an artificial cow in your kitchen. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you get raw milk. It pasteurizes it in your kitchen, and that's no, it. you get a cow for a month. <laughs> hangs out in your garden, <laughs> and you yes. get you get a five grand juicing teat. Yeah, like do you attach to the teats? Cost five grand. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm it with lactates it, right? the cow. Yep. You get the milk. <laughs> the cow then you have to spend another five grand to get the pasteurizer. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Put it in the fridge. You done. You yep. sorted. Rent, rent a cow. And you rotate that <laughs> cow. Rotate that cow. You got to get a new one in each month because it smell good. <laughs> Imagine trying Man. to put the like you know like Fertili- fertilize your garden. You know when you get a new appliance, you, you got to like, fit it into the kitchen yeah. somewhere. Imagine like coming home and like, babe, just got a cow, and like, quick, move the toaster. Now nah, move that juicer. Oh, we got to put the cow in there. Yeah, move the uh, the flapjack machine, <laughs> mate. Because you got to free those cows from the industrial like milking yeah, dairy totally. industry. Put them into a tiny cage in your kitchen <laughs> this is how we're going to revive the australian dairy industry yeah. <laughs> mate i think we've got a winner here oh we do i actually ha- how much milk do you reckon one cow would actually give well, we're you? gonna have to we're gonna have like to, is it more than a like one household would use well, we're gonna have like to you're gonna share definitely. it with the neighborhood yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I think from, from memory they get like Back when you were a dairy farmer. Because a calf's pretty I, big. I before you went woofing. No, a calf's the only eating. On the woofing. No, you didn't. Yes. So they had a cow there and it was like an organic cow. Our cow. What's an organic... Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's an organic cow? Okay. So <laughs> let's, go, let's, let's go back here. Woofing. Aren't all animals organic? Listen. Apart from Dolly the sheep. Listen. Oh, sorry. All right. When I was in my youth, I did a program called Willingly Working on Organic Farms. Yeah. Also called woofing. Now, the first farm I went to yep. was a permaculture, biodynamic, organic So what farm. is what's permaculture? Just permaculture is a way of creating the crops so that they all feed into each other and you don't really have to do much. So it's permanently there. It's not like... So they give nutrients to each other yeah. rather than having to shove in a bunch of fertilizer to right. feed the Now, they still fertilize them with cow manure, which is why the cow was on the farm. Right. So the cow. So it's not. It's low on like chemicals. Low on chemicals, but yeah. all, it's it's supposed to be the way the garden is designed that all the the the, the edges feed into each other. Anyway, I suggest oh. you you go home and research permaculture. Anyway, biodynamic what was. Does that mean? Um, it's it's a form of farming where they put a bit of poo in a cow horn and bury it, <laughs> and apparently it's like homeopathic farming. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've been. I was in northern Italy. Yep. Outside of Turin mm-hmm. or Torino, mm-hmm. if we're being, you know, correct. Uh, and we went to this guy's um, biodynamic wine uh, vineyard. Yep. He was a lunatic. Yep. He said he, he buried said, the cow horn. <laughs> he said he told me about the cow horn. Yep. And he said his wife was a witch. <laughs> and I started looking is around for cast- bodies <laughs> in bags. Is I was she- like, how are we going to get out of here? And it was a little bit true. Is she casting spells on the on the, cast on the grapes? Wine? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the grapes. And he said his grandmother told him he should have a glass of red wine every day to not get cancer. That's a great idea. And that's great where idea. you can imagine we were in this little group and my eyes just went, you put your sunnies on, didn't you? And just, just went into nah, the I was like, how quickly can we get out of here? Mate, <laughs> mate good vibes will do a lot of, lot of good for your health. That's good that wise vibes. words from that nonna. Good, no, good vibes. From having a glass of wine every yeah, day. Good wine vibes. Anyway, anyway, that's your bi- so, biodynamic. So, I understand. So it's, it's where they it was, kind of yeah. It's, no, biodynamic is homeopathic, and I'll, yeah. I'll tell you the guy that and, did it. And, he's and got isn't a, it also linked to yeah a school? It, a school. It was a guy. No, but it's also linked to astrology. Yeah, yeah. And this guy kept talking about like the tides and the stars, and I was like, what? That's is right. Going yeah. Rudolf Steiner. He has the Steiner School for Education. Yeah. Yeah. So it's astrology. It's it's like there are certain days <laughs> this guy had on his calendar. Rudolph. Where he, you couldn't do the weeding. Yes, you could only do it on a certain yes. day. That type, and he. They was always like, bring in their freaking mythology <laughs> to ruin these good ideas about how ecosystems function. Yeah, 
So he was like, look, some people think it's a cult, but it's not. No. Anyway, these guys were very nice. They didn't really Was your wolfing experience like a cult? No, so what was the not, third not prong? One. You said so, and then the permaculture, was organic. biodynamic, and organic. organic. Right. Right. So it was a permaculture, biodynamic, biodynamic, and organic farm. So organic it was all three. No chemicals no, involved in the production. No industrial chemicals. Right. And, and there's like, at, back at the time, there were like eight governing bodies for organic food. And they and all had what, different... this is what, 2010? 2009. Nine, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had a cow. We're getting back to the cow thing yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And this cow, I would milk it by hand or whatever, and it would only had organic food, so that's why it was an organic cow, right? <laughs> that's that's how you have so an no nutri grain, yeah, no, <laughs> no, just organic grain, yeah. right? And yeah. need to no be organic. family buckets from KFC and nah, none of that. Anyway, that was like five liters a day, five to seven liters of milk a day. So you you milked a cow for how long? No, I, I wasn't very good at it. So I only did it for about five minutes before the farmer took over again. <laughs> but it was it how was long a, were you at that farm? It was for? a total punish doing that milking. And you'd only get five to seven. But the bigger dairy farms, I think they're getting like 25 to 30 litres per day. from Per cow? Per cow, yeah. Far out. It all depends on, like, it varies heaps depending on, like, climate. So it was, like, in Victoria. Yeah. It's, like, real healthy, lots of good grass, hydrated, and they get way, like, triple as much as, say, in Queensland where it's a lot hotter. Yeah. Um, So... Basically, from that, I'm saying get the 35 litre cow, right? Crossbreed them down so they're small. Like, you know how we had big dogs <laughs> like and now and we have, have shih tzus? So you're going from a big cow to a mini cow that has a super high Like the size of a Shetland pony type uh, thing. No, I'm talking more like the size of a Mate, great I think you, you, <laughs> you might be destroying some of the gene pool doing that. No, you can still keep the big cows. But I want well, I'd say the healthy the ones you're going to breed with are going to be the smaller ones, the unhealthy ones. And you're going to keep breeding unhealthy cows with no, unhealthy you're, cows. You're going for super productivity. You're going for super productivity with the small ones. Like How is it super productive to have a small cow? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, mate, it's all about milk produced per weight ratio. Mate, we all know about mass production. The bigger the cow, the more output. Look, mate, throw out your Nespresso machine then, Mika, all right? Because I'm getting a cow in my kitchen. I think we should do a full BWB investigates into your wolfing experience because it's fascinating. Yeah, I've got some other stories. I've got some other stories. All right, so Amazon's going to come to Australia. <laughs> After many years. Well, I mean, they've already been here, I think. But they've just been selling, like, books, right? Books yeah. and CDs is all, like, Australians think they sell, whereas in America they they're, sell like, everything. as big as Walmart in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think e-books you can get here still with Amazon. I think they were, like, the main Yeah, it's supplier. like looks like a average website, but in the States, everyone's got this thing called Amazon Prime, which is, like, 150 bucks. A year and it gets you Amazon video, mm-hmm. but it also gets you free delivery. So everyone free gets free delivery of everything, anything, and ha- yeah. no matter so how. So everyone's small. like a member of what about, Amazon. What about one of Fennel's mini cows? Yeah, mate. Well, <laughs> if they're in the shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone just gets, they either go to Walmart, the big box stores, yep. or you just get all your groceries, everything delivered straight to your house. Can you get pets delivered? Like, say I want to buy a little golden retriever. Can I get that through Amazon? <laughs> a little... What do you want to make it say I'd say you can't order live beings okay. over right. Right. online <laughs> yet. <laughs> Sentient beings. That's why you got to get on the tour what network where you can order like live humans and stuff on the black market. What about... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what about some amoebas? Can you get amoebas from Amazon? Mate, you've probably already got like millions. So like, oh. Mate, before you just get into amoebas, do you know what amoeba is? 
A small cell? Okay, good. Great. Continue. Is that what it is? I guess so. <laughs> I just thought you might have some good amoeba chat. Uh, yeah. Um, so they can deliver anything. So zero dollar delivery fee? Is that what you're saying? You have to. You get a member. Amount, right? So like Amazon Prime, and that's like you get Amazon TV, which has say like Transparent and a bunch of TV shows on mm-hmm. it. So yep. people are doing this, and they're finally coming here. So they're going to replace like Coles, Woolies. There won't be any shops. You well, order no, like I, everything I, you want. Like, well, if you don't want to go to shops. I like, read they will go to Coles and Woolies for you, so they will still buy your yeah. food from the local shops. Yeah, that's how they do it. Like yeah. they just go and pick it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Are we people. It's going to be automated out of this world. Well, no. this is like if you want to just like, or you're like, it's so much easier to just get like whatever dishwashing powder or like yeah, toilet yeah, paper yeah. or something. I'll just do it online. I can order it when I need it and they'll come deliver it to me for free. But some people in the States are really missing the experience of going shopping. Mm. So now I've seen they do VR a shopping. VR company oh, has come up with. Look, mate, just, go hang out, just go hang out in the waves, Lockie, all right? Nothing ever changes about the waves. Mate, if surfing, you spend your whole life on a wave... A, surfing is eternal. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah, so there's a company that's... A lot of people really miss going to the weed dispensary. The so what? where you buy weed, like legal weed products. In, in California, California or Colorado or, or whatever. So you can actually do weed VR where you go into a weed dispensary and you walk around with your headset on. Do you reckon they're and playing, go um, choose Bob out Marley? products and then they'll deliver Bob. the products to you. So you could have this for David Jones or Bunnings. And you mm-hmm. go on, you put on like the Bunnings VR and then you walk around. You can't have the snag, unfortunately. You know, I think I'm a fan of this when it comes to the supermarkets because I hate going into Coles, Woolies, Aldi. I just hate it. Like, you Imagine being able to ghost through the aisles. Like, oh, man, you know. And, like you and go ghost been... between the aisles. How good would that be? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like between the shelving And not having to like go, Oh excuse me Excuse me with your trolley Oh sorry Oh, oh, oh sorry Sorry oh. Especially like on a, a search function So you could search And the VR Like a little red light Would come on Over on like the other corner Yeah I'm in. And you're it. looking for something You I'm go like oh If I never have to walk into Woolies, Coles or Audi again Like I'm fine with you know A boutique You just want to virtually walk into yeah. them Yeah And Lockie Mate you're, you're in the clear You're on the wave None of this is going to touch you but I am creating a surfboard. You get a virtual record store? Built in, so I will nag you even when you're on the wave. That's the noise. Listeners of my, hit, me hitting my head against the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, like Bill Hicks said, life's a roller coaster. It's just a ride. You get on, you get off. He's it's a server. VR roller coaster now. <laughs> <laughs> it's none of the G-forces sorry, on your Bill. body. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fringe sports. Fringe sports. So, guys, I can confirm. Um, a couple of weeks back, I was doing some video shooting for um, VR video shooting. Lucky. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was still. It was a camera. Or it was a camera. Still sports. Still, still sports. sports. For um, city of Sydney had a trampolining um, dance Act- activation. Uh, yeah, well, public art installation down in Martin Place. In the in the center of Sydney. Yeah, Martin in, Place, in Martin Place, like, center of Sydney, called Legs on the Wall. Cool. And so these guys were like half trampoliners, half dancers, half parkour. Or half that's, that's, I've done one and a half now, haven't I? So uh, let's go another half. Let's go to two. Were the raptors. public allowed on the trampolines? A big they, the public the, were allowed on toward, after the end of the After the demonstration. So they did Mate, three. You used to be good at maths. You could have just done quarters. Okay, quarters. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how many of these 
qualities I needed to roll into it. <laughs> How much of an overlap is there between the circus community, the gymnastics community, and the trampolining community? Well, this, I'd is say, it like a Venn diagram's just a circle? Yeah, it's a bit like that. But I'd say this trampolining element is its own sort of thing at the moment. In saying that, one of the kids who was like a gun, he was like 17 and was doing the big jumps, he's getting... Um, Sponsorship? Well, getting approached by Circus Soleil, so... There you go. Oh, there's, a bit of Venn, there's a bit of Venn diagram action happening in there. Were, were, were they all backstage chatting about the scouts in the bleachers? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Do you reckon when Cirque du Soleil like, approaches you, they like come to your house and then like one of like they do like they'll knock on the door with like doing a handstand, like with their feet like knocking the door? <laughs> Cirque, Cirque du Soleil <laughs> must be like, I'd hope so. Because <laughs> you know they contort and yeah, they yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of French, like kind of French regal regency period, and probably got body paint. So they go, head, they, go they do a headstand, <laughs> and they knock with their heel. Hello, <laughs> hello, we'd like you to join. A hundred k per year plus uh, benefits and dental. Cirque du Soleil is like the Real Madrid or Barcelona of the circus of the scene. Circus like scene, if there's yeah, a good totally. young trampolina that's like 16, 17 their their scouts are there, like and other. Like the smaller circuses, they're like, we're gonna talk to this guy, but yeah. he's like, the money is light up in his eyes. He's like, fucking circus. Lane. Yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, back in the day, trampolining was <laughs> really just gymnastics. I guess that's how you, you either did gymnastics or trampolining. But, it was in the Olympics. But but exactly, was it? Was, is yeah. it still in the Olympics? Yeah, I think so. I think it goes in and out. It's part of gymnastics, but. Now the whole thing is the trampolining centres, which are more like a amusement park with different trampolines. Yeah. There's a bit of a scene developing around those trampolining centres. Cool. So it's all about what's a sort very of, cool scene. It's a very cool scene with these teenagers. And I remember seeing these centres pop up maybe like five, seven years ago, and I was like, who's going to them? Anyway, these kids now who are like 18, they started when they were 12, 13, yeah. just hanging out at the trampoline centre, learning how to break dance. And jump like five meters into the sky. But they're not breakdancing on the trampoline. Well, I beg to differ. They are. Oh, I'm just asking. That's very cool. Do they graduate when they start getting like real, like really cool when they're like 17, 18 and they're very good at trampolining to the old trampolines that are now illegal with the metal springs exposed and the metal railing around it? The (laughs) small ones that would also, if you bounce too hard on one side the whole thing would flip over. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. have to make sure you so stay like of, central. There's, there's a bit of a black market for those sort of trampolines, Mike. You've got to like... And like the old trampolines are like back got. in our day. Yeah, you don't know how like tough we, we had, had it when we were learning to trampoline, <laughs> how many like we springs I got stuck it, in. The thing I love about our old trampoline is that we we stuck with it until the very end and like even when the, when the springs would like... The springs would like start digging into... Yeah, the, the fabric. With the fabric. The fabric starts like away. tearing a bit, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, don't want to get your a, leg in it, that." So many. No, actually, no one actually broke any bones, which is hilarious after like 15 years on it. But then we, it started to. Slowly, 15 years. You must have we been had a it for gun. And then we, the best thing we used it for is that we used it to prop up to play cricket, and it would like be the automatic wicketkeeper. Oh, that's genius. And then, but then we even kept it when it was like kind of. Kind of like the, one of the legs. That's died. a good one for because you can do not have a keeper, but it bounces it up so you can go catch like and sh- catch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You can keep footies against it, soccer balls. It's really. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about this, uh, <laughs> but I reckon the new age of trampolines. I love the cage. Is, is, is setting people up for the nanny state. 
because it's like, look, you just need to be protected at all times, kids. And they've got like the cage thing and they can't fall out. It's like kids need to know that there's consequences. I reckon you see those ones now with the cage and it's like, it feels just, it's not a cage, it's like a, what would you call it's it? It's a netting. A netting. It's, it's disappointing like, though because you can't jump. I think you put your full weight to one wall. I think it'd probably tip over. Good crossover. Turn the netting into a cage like the octagon and make the big trampoline the octagon. So you electrify it within a trampoline. What do you reckon? Ooh. What do you mean the it. big trampoline? So it's, you just got to make the trampoline bigger so yeah. it's the size of the octagon and let two guys square off. Imagine some KO Oh, we're not move. talking about kids now. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, you Imag- know, you got to start somewhere. But I reckon next mundane green fight, trampoline. But imagine yep. UFC, KO move. Some guy, <laughs> the guy's a bit dazed. He jumps up, <laughs> gets down and then like uppercut yep. with the bounce. Oh, it's dangerous. I love it. Hard recommendations. Hard recommendations. I've got one. It was. It kind of got a bit panned at the cinema, I think, but I'm re-watching it at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. It's The Nice Guys, which is directed and written by Shane Black. Fantastic film. Did you like it, Mike? I love it. It is. is it, this is Russell, Russell Crowe. R- Rust, Russell Crowe. Rust, Rusty Crowe. And um, R- Ryan or Gosling or. Yeah, okay, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of Russell's finest films. Uh, it is good, isn't it? I like. I think it's strange. It's yeah, like weird. Gosling might be like my favorite comedic actor. He's I like when he, he does comedy. He's, he's he has like at, this deadpanness that's I amazing. Think could be stronger comedy than like the drama. Yeah, like La La Land. His best bits are the non-singing, the couple of like yeah funny bits. But yeah, it's a great film. Anyway, and but the guy who made it has it was got a pretty f- like fascinating history because he is in Predator. He's oh, one of the guys that guy. kills, yeah, gets guy. killed. Well, they Predator. all get killed in Predator. He wrote Predator, though, right? Or he directed I don't it. think he wrote... No, it. mate, he's, he's, he's a writer as well. Like, we yeah, can... he wrote Lethal Weapon, the first one. So he's kind of And it was fame. much darker, but then... Is the that he wrote like... and directed or just wrote the first three? No, he wrote the first and then they were like, this is... And he wrote The Last Action Hero. He... Long Kiss Goodnight. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He's, he's going to write the next Predator. Yeah. yeah. And and he did Long Kiss Goodnight, Gina Davis. That was a great movie that as was a teenager great. to yeah, watch. Totally, yeah. Willikers. Uh, and so did he write and direct The Nice Guys? Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Anyway, I highly recommend Shane Black's filmography. I rewatched all the, the first three Lethal Weapons. Great on the great flicks. Books. The fourth one's awesome as well. I haven't watched it, but that's the Jet Li one. Yeah, I reckon yep. by the third one, it's getting a little bit like because the structure's so similar. Speaking getting... of Jet Li, Roman Must Die was on the other night. Ooh. Some memories, some great DMX tracks on that soundtrack. I need. I haven't seen that. Ali is in that, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Is that a hard stellar performance? You, Mike, for... Look, I'm not going to recommend it because it's it's not a great <laughs> film, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I've got a hard recommendation. Do yourself a favour and go and book yourself into a pre-1967 car, like a wedding car or something. Just go for a drive. If the car was built before 1967, don't need seat belts in the back seat. Seems like a mad oversight. Yeah, I don't know if that's a pro or a con. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just tell the driver to be extra safe. Also, go to Greece. Apparently, you can buy the clips that you put into your seat belt, so you don't have to wear one anyway. Oh, that doesn't do the bingy noise. Yeah, so you can just drive around with no binging. I remember in in Shanghai getting Mate. taxis. They all have plastic coverings to keep like the back seat 
clean whatever so they can hose it down. But that means <laughs> But that means that like the plastic sheet like covers the seat belts. So you got this, you pull in the belt and then you like can't get to the you can't buckle it in because it's all behind like this hard, clear plastic. And I like So do some people just Yeah don't need that. I like my head between my shoulders, so seat belts are good. Okay, well, Fennell doesn't like to be <laughs> restricted. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm all for trampolines without, without, without yeah. cages, yeah. but seatbelts, tick. Tick. Play corners in the back seat. Um, <laughs> if any listeners want to email us their thoughts about uh, the hardcore old school trampolines or not wearing a seatbelt. Or anything. Or anything. Um, email us at boyswhobrunchpodcast at gmail.com. Boys who brunch podcast at gmail.com. Lockie, did you say boys who brunch podcast at gmail.com? Spelt like all those words are actually spelt. There's yeah. no zeros or anything no in there. No spaces, no explanation. Just boys who brunch very, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, it's not very, um, yeah, 2017 of us. We should have taken out the vowels. It's not very internet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, take it easy. Peace. Bye. Bye.